Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, August 18th. Canada's international trade in foreign securities was buoyant in June, according to new figures from Statistics Canada. Canadian investors snapped up $14.4 billion in foreign securities in the month, their largest investment for seven months, while foreign investors acquired $12.6 billion in Canadian securities. With a net outflow of funds of $1.9 billion, the second quarter of 2023 ended with a net inflow of $21.8 billion to the Canadian economy. The top target for Canadian investors was US government bonds with exposure up $8.9 billion. This followed two months of divestment and reflects an increase in US long-term interest rates. Meanwhile, $4.6 billion was directed at non-US foreign bonds, mostly foreign governments and international organisations. But Canadians cut their exposure to foreign equities, mostly non-US, by $1.6 billion. Foreign investors focused on Canadian government money market instruments in June, adding $8.4 billion worth to the record $11.4 billion they acquired in May as Canadian interest rates were hiked with short-term rates at their highest for more than 20 years. Foreign investors acquired a total of $36.5 billion in Canadian securities in the second quarter. Non-resident investors also bought $8.1 billion in Canadian bonds, mostly new issuances of foreign currency bonds by banks, but reduced their exposure to Canadian equities by $3.9 billion, following a sharp slowdown in their acquisition in the previous month, and more than erasing the $3.7 billion acquired in April and May. Investors have taken a cautious approach to the Canadian fintech industry due to macroeconomic concerns. A new report from KPMG in Canada shows a significant pullback from investment from more than $1 billion US dollars across 87 deals in the second half of 2022 to $354 million across 57 deals. It's also less than half the $834 million invested in the first half of last year. The stats are based on investment including venture capital, private equity and merger and acquisition activity, although VC accounted for the largest share, $260 million invested across 47 deals, with most activity in early stage and seed round investments, followed by late stage funding rounds. There were no IPOs. The report shows one of the weakest periods for Canadian fintech valuations since the pandemic weakened first half of 2022. The slump was in the second quarter of 2023, with the first three months beginning well with 30 deals and $297 million invested. But April to June saw less than $57 million from 27 deals, making it one of the worst quarters for valuations since Q3 2016. What does it mean to get older? And what does retirement mean to over 50s in 2023? A new study on perceptions of age and longevity reveals that the median age that is considered old today is 80, with 79% of over 50s saying that older adults are more active than the previous generation. To reflect this view and the majority opinion that today's older people are more open-minded and curious than those who reached old ahead of them, this new view of growing old extends to the language used too. Respondents to the Harris poll for age waves in the US also found that it's better to talk about longevity to this generation who find the word more appealing than ageing. Over 50s are also not pleased with how they're portrayed in the media as frail, grumpy or incoherent and other negative stereotypes of longevity. Most people aged over 65 say it's more important for them to feel useful than youthful in their retirement years. Along with how pre-retirees see their lifestyle, their view of retirement is also different from previous generations. While there may have been talk of rest and relaxation from past retirees, 66% of those in or approaching that stage of life today see retirement as a new chapter in life and 59% say they want to work in some form in retirement. 
The poll also revealed some bad news for heirs. Just 22% of over 50s said that financial assets and or real estate are the most important things to pass on to the next generation, compared to 65% who think values and life lessons are more important. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters plus. For Canadian millennials, the FHSA unlocks extreme planning flexibility. Bank of America strategists warn bond investors of a 5% world. And the three people who didn't just pass the CFP exam, they smashed it. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.